Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks again to all our listeners, to everyone. I wanted to say for tuning in, but we don't tune anymore. We click in, right? We download in now. We don't tune in. But thanks for tuning in today. You know, there's a scripture. Uh, the, the book of Ezekiel is a very interesting one. God addresses Ezekiel as the son of man. And if you read at the, usually at the beginning of each chapter, it says, son of man, stand up. Son of man, eat the scroll. He says, son of man, speak. And uh, in 37th chapter of the book, God, God says to him, son of man, he asks him a question. He says, um, uh, Ezekiel 37 verse 1, he says, the Lord took hold of me and I was carried away by the spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones. Many of you are familiar with this story. He led me all around among the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried out. Then he asked me, son of man, can these bones become living people again? O sovereign Lord, I replied, you alone know the answer to that. I heard someone say, yeah, he was thinking to himself, of course they can't become living people again, but he didn't want to tell God that. And so he said, here, I got a good way to answer God. Lord, thou knowest. And then verse four, he said, then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I am going to put breath into you and make you live again. I will put flesh and muscles on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I'm the Lord. So I spoke this message just as he told me. Suddenly, as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley. The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. Then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones, then skin formed to cover their bodies, but they still had no breath in them. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to the wind, son of man. Speak a prophetic message and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, O breath from the four winds, breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. So I spoke the message as he commanded me and breath came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood up on their feet, a great army. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones represent the, the people of Israel. And it's interesting to me because I thought to myself, man, th- this is where God is commanding him to do it. And you would almost ask, like, why didn't God just speak himself? Why didn't God look at these bones and from heaven speak down? Bones come back to life. Why doesn't he command do it? Too often Christians have the attitude of if God wants it done, he knows where I am. He'll get it done. If God wants to bless me, he knows where I live. If God wants to heal me, he knows where I live. Where God has transferred the power of our life into our hands and specifically into our mouth. We're going to call this one the the three tongues. As people living in the 21st century, we, we live in a world that probably doesn't have a very good, a very positive outlook. If you watch the news for any length of time, your, po- your, your outlook's going to go on the negative. Things are bad, right? The news doesn't profit off good news. They profit off negative news. But so a lot of people get stuck in this trap of being someone who's negative mouthed, who speaks negativity all the time. You know, they call themselves Christian and people of faith, but they speak their circumstances. And they speak, they speak death. The Bible says in Proverbs 18.21, one of the most important scriptures in the Bible, um, Proverbs 18.21, death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. When you realize that, the, that your life, 
the direction of your life is actually guided by your tongue. James 3 talks about the tongue being but a small rudder, but it's a rudder of the ship, and it can be lit a flame of the fires of hell. Man, how descriptive. People, you, you've heard language. We're like, man, that man got his mouth from the pits of hell, right? But where God has given us the power in our mouth to choose life or choose death, he says in Deuteronomy, he says, death and life. Uh, I've put before you, therefore, choose life that both you and your seed may live. We all made a decision to serve Jesus, and that was us choosing life. But every day on a daily basis, we make a decision to serve God and also not only to serve God, but to choose our destiny by our tongue. We as Christians know, hey, don't speak negative. I was talking to my wife and she has a family member and they were um, uh they were talking about cancer. They're in a uh, relationship and their loved one had cancer and it relapsed, right? And then it came back and then they're cancer free. And she was talking and she was saying, yeah, they, they say we're ready for it to come back again. It, 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 we, uh, she relapses, you know, every three to five years, we're ready for the cancer to come back, speaking that out. And I, and I said, man, they're going to have exactly what they say because God has made it when we were created in his image that we create with our mouth. And so the first type of tongue of these three tongues, the first tongue is the, the, the first tongue is the tongue of death, the tongue that speaks death, the tongue that refuses to speak life, the tongue that speaks the circumstance. Well, you know, if anyone's going to get a flu this year, it's me. You know, man, my job's just killing me. Even joking around, even things that we say. Yeah, man, I'm just worried about, I'm just worried about schooling. Things saying things like that, choosing to say, I've been worried. Do you think you'll ever live a stress-free life if you choose to say, I'm worried? The first, the first, the first victory has to come in the way you choose to speak, the way you choose to think. If someone says, oh, I got to go to work today. Oh, you have to go to work tomorrow, don't you? I say, no, I don't have to go to work tomorrow. I get to go to work tomorrow. I get to go do something that's affecting the kingdom of God. You realize that if you're tithing and giving, even your work, which you may hate your job, even your work is something that you get to do to add to people going to heaven. You know that the money you make when you give into the kingdom of God, give to the local church, give to traveling evangelists, give to other ministries, give to the poor. It's affecting lives for eternity. I don't ever have to go to work. Yes, I have hours that I work, but I, I get to go to work. So even beginning to change the way we speak, uh, you know, it's flu season and last year was a tough one. We all got the flu. Well, you can, sure, that is a fact that maybe you're telling a fact of the past, but what do you do? You choose life. So if you, if someone says that, man, yeah, uh, I, that's not my story, man. I never get sick. My body's resistant to sickness. Even if you had the flu every year for the last 10 years of your life, you begin to speak, man, my body's resistant to sickness because I got the life of God in me. If, if the flu can't get up there to heaven and put itself on Jesus, it can't come on me because I'm a child of God. And you begin to speak. So the first tongue is the negative tongue. The second tongue is the neutral tongue. It's the quiet tongue. It's the one that's been, it's, it's been disciplined and it's learned not to speak the wrong thing, but it doesn't choose to speak the right thing. It's just quiet. Sure, it's not going to say, yeah, I'll probably get cancer. My dad got cancer and his dad got cancer. I'll probably get cancer. It won't say that, but it won't say anything. It's just quiet. It won't speak the blessing of God. It's the neutral tongue. And it really does nothing. You realize your tongue 
becomes an instrument. And even as I'm talking, I know there's people talking over, over my voice. Lord, I thank you. I'm blessed coming in. Hey, I'm rich and I'm getting richer. I'm strong and I'm getting stronger. Whatever I put my hand to prospers. Hey, I'm more than a conqueror. The Bible says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There's nothing on planet earth that I don't have the strength for because God strengthens me. Man, I got the life of God in me. You kidding me? Die young? Uh Uh-uh. He said, with long life will I satisfy you and show you my salvation. So that's the second tongue is the neutral tongue. But then there's the third tongue. And I believe people listening to this are going to begin to click in. Speak the word. You know, don't speak your circumstances. What does the word say? The word is more powerful than your circumstances. Circumstances change. The word doesn't change. You begin to activate your mouth. Son of man, prophesy to these bones. You know, the reality is that if Ezekiel didn't speak to those bones, nothing would have happened. If he had said, I'm not going to speak to them. If he wouldn't have cooperated with God, nothing would have happened. If he would have spoken to the bones and then they got together and then God said, speak to the wind and he didn't speak to the wind. We would have bodies covered with skin, bones put back together, but no breath of life. Zombies just chilling out there in the Middle East, wherever they were, zombies, right? We'd have zombies just standing there. Bones put back together, but no life in them. But he spoke to the wind and the wind blew and life came back into them. God is looking for people who will begin to speak his plans into action. God is looking for people who will begin to speak to see things done, to curse certain things and have them be cursed. You know, the Bible says that whatever you choose to permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. And whatever you, uh, Whatever you deny or forbid on earth or bind on earth will be bound in heaven. The Bible calls that the keys to the kingdom. God has given you the authority as a child of God. You know, Jesus said, it's good for you that I go away. We look at what Jesus did on the cross. We look at what he did in his earthly ministry. We look at what he accomplished. And then he made a statement and he's never wrong. He said, it's better for you that I go away. Why? Because he's, he's saying, I'm only one person and I can do so much. I'm limited to one location here in this physical body. But if I go and the Holy Ghost comes, there's going to be many Christians running around all over this earth, walking in the same authority that I walked in, walking in signs and wonders, thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions of people walking in the power of God, seeing the captive set free putting the devil on the run, casting out devils. And there are people all over the world doing this, walking in that. You know, the number one key, I found one of the, one of the foundations for faith is that God is no respecter of persons. So there's nothing that stops you from walking in miracles like somebody else does. Man, I, Lord, I see that person walking in miracles. I, you said these signs shall follow them that believe. God has given you the keys to the kingdom. What, what, are you, what are you forbidding on this earth? What are you disallowing in your generation? Man, my generation, now nah, we're done with this. We're going to see the pornography industry come to an end in Jesus' name. We curse that now in the name of Jesus. The abortion industry, Planned Parenthood, come to an end. Human trafficking, break the bands. Lord, let the hidden things of darkness come to light. Lord, your scripture, your word says, let the wickedness of the wicked cease. Let the people at the tops of those rings die a sudden death in Jesus' name. We curse the roots of those things in the name of Jesus. If they won't repent, let their life be cut short in Jesus' name. Obviously for us, we want everyone to get born again, but there's people who've made up their minds that they won't. And then if they won't get born again, 
I don't want, if they're choosing to do evil, the Bible says that God is angry with the wicked every day. Not the, not sinners, the wicked, those who oppose God, those who are setting up systems on this earth that are opposing God and causing people great pain, great harm. Those people, if they won't turn from their wickedness, we want them done with. There comes something where you say, you know what, Lord, let them, let the trouble they've caused fall on their own head. Let them die an early death. If they're going to, if they're going to do this, if their life, they're not going to turn to God and their life is going to continue. We begin to curse those things. Lord, curse them. Let it, let their life come to an end so they don't, so they can't continue doing what they're doing. Their reign of terror in Jesus name. God is looking for a man. God is looking for a woman. God is looking for a generation that's going to stand up and say, now listen, not on my watch. God said to Ezekiel, I've appointed you as a watchman. He said, even if they listen to you, listen to this. He said, even if they listen to you, even if they don't listen to you, your job is to speak it. God said that to him early on in Ezekiel. I'll read it to you here. He said, um, here we go. Uh, Ezekiel 3.10, then he added, Son of man, let all my words seek deep into your own heart first. Listen to them carefully for yourself. Then go to your people in exile and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Do this whether they listen to you or not, that you begin to stand up and speak to your generation. Listen, you're my generation. I'm going to see you go to heaven. I'm going to be the person that preaches the gospel. I'm going to be the person that in my prayer time is cursing every hindrance from my my generation getting born again. I'm going to be the person that speaks to my finances, speaks to my future. Lord, I thank you that I'm healthy and whole. Lord, not one sickness or disease comes near me. I'll never be sick another day in my life. I believe, Lord, it's your perfect plan that I walk free from infirmity in the name of Jesus. Stir yourself up with your mouth that death and the life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it, they that embrace it will eat the fruit of it. God has a plan for you and begins with you speaking. God's looking for a man. God's looking for a woman who will speak, who won't have a negative tongue, won't have a neutral tongue, but have a tongue of life. Those are the three tongues that you have to choose from. And sometimes it's a work. Sometimes you wake up and you don't feel like it. But you know what? I don't care if I feel like it. Man, I got the life of God in me. I'm rich and I'm getting richer. Hallelujah. I'm strong and getting stronger. I'm wise and becoming more and more wise. God's filled me with his life, with his joy. Everywhere I go, people are liberated by the power of God. Everywhere I go, people feel the love of God. I'm effective for the kingdom of God in Jesus' name. Begin to activate your tongue. Hold fast to your confession. Amen. I bless you today. I call you the most blessed people on planet earth, children of God, children of the King. If anyone's going to get favored, it's you. If anyone's going to get promoted, it's you. If anyone's getting a raise, it's you. If anyone's uh, getting increase, it's you. If anyone's walking sickness free, it's you. If anyone's walking in victory, hey, it's you in Jesus name. I bless you in the name of Jesus. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks for tuning in.